Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. And in the spotlight is, well, you can say Tokyo and Singapore as well, but there is a new city that we are putting in the spotlight today. That's Copenhagen. That's right. Copenhagen has been named the safest city in the world. That's according to the Economist Intelligence Unit's Safe City Index just out this week. Yep. Copenhagen in Denmark. Toronto has slipped into second place. Singapore rounding up the third Uh spot for the top three. Now, this is quite an interesting shift from the last three iterations of the report, which had ranked Tokyo, Singapore and Osaka in that order consistently. So we've seen a shift now. Singapore Mm -hmm. is now the only regional city in the top three of the ranking. This year's report, um, another change as well, not on the city front, but from an additional measuring perspective, it included an environmental security matrix for the first time as well. All right, well, to tell us more, joining us now is Pratima Singh, Project Director of the Safe Cities Index 2021 and Senior Manager of Public Policy and Thought Leadership at the Economist Intelligence Unit. Thanks for joining us, Pratima. Singapore emerged in the top five in 2021 Safe City Index with Copenhagen sitting, of course, hitting the top spot. How much of a move did you see at the top of the list? Thanks very much for having me, Um, and it's a great question to start with. Um, You're exactly right, Copenhagen tops with Toronto second, and Singapore is the top city in uh, Asia, Mm -hmm. according to our Safe Cities Index. We're the fourth edition of the index, uh, so we do this um, every alternate year. And yes, compared to 2019, we have seen two new players at the top. Essentially, this is uh, for a couple of reasons, but um, as you rightly pointed out, we did make some methodological changes. We've strengthened the index and added in the environmental security pillar as well. But that being said, if you sort of expand this top five to the top ten, mm-hmm. uh, we haven't seen that much of a tectonic shift, really. It's much more of a reordering. So, for instance, um, cities like Melbourne, Tokyo, Toronto, Singapore, Sydney, and even Amsterdam have consistently shown up in the top ten. So there's strong performers mm-hmm. year in and year out. Uh, but what we have seen is, of course, Copenhagen and Toronto taking the top two spots, uh, primarily because they've done a lot of long-standing sort of uh, effort in ensuring that their cities are safe. And relative to most of the other three in the top five as well, they are leaders uh, in the environmental security pillar. And so for a couple of changes, we've mm. seen these two cities take uh, the top two. But other than that, very much consistent with what we've seen in the in, as strong performers overall. Okay. And as you mentioned in the last survey in in 2019, it was those three Asian cities that we saw take the top three spots, Tokyo, Singapore and Osaka. You've mentioned some of the reasons that Copenhagen has been pushed to the top spot, Toronto as well. I'm just curious, though, talk to us about the movements for other regional uh, Asian cities. Where's Tokyo and Osaka? Where are they positioned now? Tokyo is still in the top five. It's ranked fifth, very close after Sydney. And Osaka is lower down in the index. Let me talk about Tokyo just a little bit because what we've found, though, in this year in the top five is Copenhagen and Toronto are very close together mm-hmm. with only a 0.2 difference in score. And our three Asian uh, leaders, Singapore, Sydney and Tokyo, are also very close. 
So Singapore is obviously up top. Tokyo is only 0.7 points behind Singapore. So you can kind of think of them as clustering. But that being said, uh, very close uh, behind uh, Singapore is uh, Tokyo, Sydney and Tokyo as well. Osaka is a little further down in the index this year. At, Number at 17. 17. Yeah, that's quite mm-hmm. a drop right. from uh, third place to 17. So the thing is that we will highlight that these are sort of reordering uh, mm. versus any drop because of methodological changes. But yes, uh, Tokyo has managed to maintain it while Osaka is a little bit lower on that index. All right, let's focus on Singapore for a moment, uh, Pratima. Singapore scored well for digital, health and infrastructure security, but didn't rank in the top five for personal security. What does that mean? Yeah, that's an interesting um, finding in, uh, from our index as well. Uh, essentially, I want to again highlight that we have deepened the personal security measure mm. this year. So uh, previously, we had things like physical security, which was obviously very important, violence, organized crime, all of those factors. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, we've deepened it to include things like economic security, you know, things measuring um, factors like uh, population or residents in, uh, um, like, I guess, vulnerable occupations, if you will, Um, you know, social spending, that sort of thing, as well as a focus on gender. For a couple of reasons, we've seen that. But that said, uh, if I look at the outcomes in the personal security metrics, uh, we still see Singapore do exceptionally well. We're speaking with Pratima Singh, Project Director of the Safe City Index 2021 and Senior Manager, Public Policy and Thought Leadership at the Economist Intelligence Unit. So Pratima, let's uh, take a deeper dive into the pillars that you actually looked at. Digital security, health security, infrastructure security, personal security and this new element, environmental security. So perhaps you can talk us through the addition of environmental security. Is that uh, on the back of all the conversations we've seen happening surrounding climate change? Yes, exactly. So uh, this year, the biggest, um, I guess, most notable addition uh, in terms of our framework was uh, including the environmental security pillar. Uh, In the previous iterations, we have aspects of this, um, you know, in in other pillars as well. But this year, what we wanted to do is really isolate that out and put it together as a standalone pillar uh, for a couple of reasons. One is, as you mentioned, there's a lot of focus on climate action and, and rightly so. But we also wanted to make sure that the conversation on urban se- security is very deeply intertwined with that on environment. We can't have those as sort of uh, passing by conversations anymore. But there has to be a focus for policymakers. And we think by having a standalone um, sort of pillar here, we're able to really dissect it out and really think through what are the gaps in performance. Pratima, did COVID-19 play any role in the rankings this time? In fact, COVID-19 is obviously a very um, a sort of a deep thread across a very I strong see. part of our narrative. Um, it's impacted all five pillars. Um, obviously, health is front and center. Mm-hmm. We have included things like COVID deaths, uh, pandemic preparedness. Uh, but that said, um, it also impacts digital. You know, we, we see more work, more commerce moving online. Um, and so the need for digital security is much higher. Uh, we've seen um, infrastructure security also pr- uh, being prioritized. 
you know, with changes in travel patterns, mm-hmm. traffic, you know, electricity. And then, of course, personal security. We're seeing, um, you know, economic hardships, but also a shift in um, crime patterns. And so essentially the, the idea is also environment is top of mind because, you know, residents and populations are getting more used to or, or at least prioritizing the needs to manage unexpected crises. And so, you know, COVID has sort of played, uh, has sort of redefined uh, urban security quite deeply in that sense. Um, Pratima, let's talk about the U.S. for a moment. I mean, since we had U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris in Singapore over the last two days, um, and today she met with business leaders to discuss the importance of business ties between the U.S. and the region. Talk to us about the ranking of U.S. cities. I mean, we've seen quite a political shift in the U.S. over the past year. What role has that? What role has that played on city rankings? Yeah, um, that's a really good question. And of course, um, Vice President is in the city right now. We've seen uh, U.S. cities um, on average total North America regional rankings quite high. Uh, but but generally, if you see the U.S. cities, the New York is the one that ranks. Um, New York and SF are and D.C. are the ones that rank in the top fifteen. Of course, San Francisco is tied with London at top fifteen as well. Uh, but more generally, there's been a bit of a spread in the U.S. Mm. Uh, cities. And last year, the the change really is through risk metrics. So we've seen a little bit more of that risk environment increase in U.S. cities, particularly on personal security. So that's, I guess, the more direct impact, uh, of course, uh, through other metrics as well, but, but risk in, in, um, in effect. All right. A wonderful shakeup there uh, in the rankings or reordering, as mm-hmm. you would put it, uh, Pratima. Pratima Singh uh, is the project director of the Safe Cities Index 2021 and the senior manager uh, for public policy and thought leadership at the Economist Intelligence Unit. Thanks for joining us here, Pratima. Thanks very much for having me. It was great talking to you. You're listening to Primetime here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.